Collective Awakening podcast, sharing truth and knowledge in this time of conscious awakening with Chris and Stephen. Hello, friends. Uh, Chris and Stephen here for the Collective Awakening podcast, uh, sharing truth and knowledge in this time of conscious awakening with like minded souls. And we're really happy to be invited back. Uh, Elaine Thorpe, Transmedium. She's taken some time for us to share this uh, this morning, actually, at the time of recording. Uh, we're doing uh, first <laughs> thing in the morning. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you, Elaine, once again. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. That's all right, you know. Um, and and something I wanted to ask you, Elaine, as we, we get started, uh, if anybody didn't watch our previous episodes, it's it's really worth listening to and checking out. And, and Elaine's work as well, it's wonderful, is maybe a little bit of an explanation of, of transmediumship and actually um, your thoughts on what it actually is, how you would explain it to somebody that's not aware of it or has never heard of it before. Um, well, you mean you mean the trance bit? Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, um, well, I've been doing this for almost 18 years. I think next month will be 18 years I've been doing this. But the trance is, um, it's where your spirit guide um, comes to communicate through you. And they use your higher con, well, your higher consciousness opens up when you go into a relaxed state and you give them permission to step into your aura. So we've all got an aura. And then when you go into that uh, relaxed state of mind or you're going to do anything spiritual, your aura begins to widen. And so what they do is step into that aura. They move into the aura and then their consciousness and your con higher consciousness blend together and so then they can use their consciousness to impress onto whatever they need to, to bring a physical voice forward. So what they're doing is thinking because they're only consciousness and they're impressing that thought into your higher consciousness. And then somehow, I have no idea how, it comes out as a physical voice. So they use our, the energy of our, our vocal cords and they probably do something or other with it to help the voice come out as physical, you know. So that that's what they do. <coughs> that's the only way I know how to explain it. Yeah, absolutely. And um, one of yours, would you say, is your guide, uh, Jonathan, who speaks? Um, yes, and I also have um, I also have Genevieve, my guardian Genevieve. angel, who speaks yes. now. She seems to, she didn't um, speak before, but she used to speak every now and again in our circle group. And now she's decided that she wants to speak. So I thought, well, I didn't know her guardian angels really came forward and spoke, but apparently she wanted to. And she actually, I, I asked her to prove that she was real, you know, so she did. Um, I, I went away and forgot about it and then all of a sudden I see parked up somewhere a few times over time you know a van with Genevieve written on the side of it I thought wow that's 
okay, well, she must have proved it to me. And then just um, recently, a few months ago, my friend, Ardelia, um, she's like a trance physical medium as well. She lives in Germany. Oh. And um, anyway, so she puts her EVP things on and her recordings of spirit. She put it on and she said, well, I've got something for you here. Your guardian angel Genevieve has put her voice onto my recorder. So she said, you might need headphones to listen to it. Um, I'm turning up a little bit, cause, uh, but it's there. And I did. I, I turned it up. And I'm not kidding. Um, there was her voice and it sounded the same as what it does when she speaks through me. And I thought... Well, if I don't believe that now, then I must be a fool because that's completely separate from me in another country, miles away, on a recorder that I couldn't possibly do. So there you go. And I had no idea that she planned to record it that day. You know, she, it just happened. She didn't plan for Genevieve to come into the recording. She just did it. And I, I guess she thought, well, oh, she still doesn't quite you know, get it or believe, I'll go and prove it to this time with a voice. So she did. Yeah, wonderful confirmation. Yeah, that, that made me very happy. Uh, also, yeah. Jonathan has done that too in the past. Once, only once. My friend was recording um, the day after I'd done a little demo in her apartment. So she does a little talk, you know, like a guided talk from spirit and she it was at the time I think she was recording it on her phone or something and she lives on her own so she didn't have any televisions or radios in the background she just had a, a I think she had a bit of music you know like relaxing music and you could hear uh, voices in the background and couldn't really make out what they were saying because she was talking and doing her the guided talk well at the end you hear Jonathan's exact voice say that was awfully nice of you and it was his voice it wasn't anyone else's it's exactly the same sounding and posh you know and the tone of it and everything wow that's incredible and that was only the night before that I was there I had no idea that she was going to do any uh, recordings you know spiritually guided recordings and that happened so that was him showing me that there you go, I'm real, and I'm just going to let you know somehow, some way. So I thought, well, that's it. I, I can't doubt it anymore. No, sometimes we doubt in ourselves and our mediumship, and we think, oh, yeah, well, it's got to be just, uh, yeah, it must just be our thoughts. But when they actually show you the proof and everything, you think, wow, now why didn't I trust? Maybe I needed the proof first, but I got it. Yeah, I think something we can all relate to that and um, it's wonderful when we have those experiences, what I'd call the the undeniable then, um, that yeah. probably many people listening to this podcast would have experienced either through a clairvoyant message, transmediumship, spiritual art, all these wonderful ways that spirit can communicate, even music, and they bring something that is so... There's no way that could have just happened, or there's no way that can just be a coincidence. It's it's right on the spot. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's not. It's uh, no coincidences. They know. I mean, I was in a having a bit of a tiff once going into the town. Oh no, I've lost this and that. 
and I was in a bit of a mood that day, you know. And then outside the, the bank, I was just about to go into the bank and I was still in this uh, irritated mood. So, you know, you get like that sometimes, don't you? And yeah, outside, yeah, sure, I right. just happened to be a man playing Don't Worry, Be Happy. <laughs> and I thought, wow, oh, that's unbelievable. And it made me smile because I thought, what are the chances of that? Don't worry, be happy. Because I was worrying. And they said, don't worry, be happy in the song. And I thought, that's crazy. And that's happened a few times through music. Yeah, you know, yeah and I think, I th I think what's really, if anybody's listening to, 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 to the podcast, it's absolutely amazing. You know, transmediumship is amazing. You know, people that can read and do mediumship. But ultimately, if people are open, willing to open themselves up, the signs, the spirit signs and synchronicities are around us. It, it's the guiding us every day. It's just people sometimes walk past them. And if you open yourself up to those energies, amazing, amazing evidence can be brought forth. I still get amazed myself sometimes because, like you said, Elaine, sometimes we have bad days we have we, we're like the rest of us we have good and bad days and sometimes we need a bit of a pickup don't we sometimes and i remember the past couple of years where i went through a massive transformation in my personal life and what was i always seeing chris the number one 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 everywhere i was going i was seeing this same number it was amazing it got quite spooky at one point <laughs> uh, but it, <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Sounds like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, the other thing I'd like to talk about a little bit that I know is a huge passion of yours is your so your spiritual art and your creativity, Elaine. I oh, can. Uh, yeah. uh, for anybody that follows Elaine and I do, you you're you're very very creative. That seems a, a huge passion of yours. Yeah, it is. I mean, even when I was a child, I loved drawing and colouring in and stuff. But as an adult, I didn't really do it. You know, it wasn't until another man, also named Jonathan, that my guy, Jonathan, had brought in to help. Um, it didn't happen until after he visited our circle and uh, helped us with some past life regression and stuff and some um, sort of uh, relaxing journeys. But after that, he said, I didn't expect you to come back with a paintbrush. And <laughs> anyway, one day, one morning, a few mornings after he'd left and gone home, Spirit was just saying to me, I was just putting the clothes away, and they said, oh, you're going to be doing some art. I said, it can't be in my head, surely. So I put the clothes away, and I said, okay, if that's you, Spirit, I said, uh, what do you want me to do? They said, we want you to do art. Um, you're going to be doing some spiritual art with us. I said, well, you need to help me because I'm no good at that. And so I first started off with some uh, some chalks, you know, the pastels. So I got yeah. them and I thought, oh, I don't know, I'll have a bit of a scribble about. God, no one's going to like this. But my partner, <clears throat> he actually encouraged me to take a few of them that I'd done to the psychic fair. So I said, no, I'm not going to take them there. People are going to think they're rubbish, you know. And he said, oh, come on, they're, they're okay. Take them there, they're good. So I did, and I thought, this man came round to the table, and he started looking, and I thought, you know, oh, he's going to do that. 
<laughs> absolute rubbish. You know, a kid could draw, so I put your lights. He said, all these pull you in. And I looked at him and I thought, well, you're a bit of an old soul. You look like you've been, you know, another life in Japan or something like that. And he wanted one. So he bought that. I thought, I don't want to charge him, you know. So just gave him a reasonable price and he took it away. And then another woman started coming around looking. I thought, oh, my goodness. So Spirit had that intention, you know. And I was quite yeah. thankful for my partner to encourage me because that gave me the encouragement to do more. And, of course, from that day on, I was addicted, you know. That was it. I, I haven't stopped since. And then it started with uh, other things like acrylics and then adding things to the painting. I'd spend many days and hours cutting and adding, you know. And it's sort of changed over the years. I've flitted from one thing to another because I, I tend to do different things. I don't stick to one particular thing. Probably the same sort of style, but not just one particular thing. I just get fed up with that and think, well, Spirit, give me some inspiration for something else. And they do, you know? Yeah. So sometimes. So with with your art, what kind what kind of stuff what kind of stuff do you actually uh, do then? Do you do portraits or do you do like um, what kind of art are spirit impressing you to do then, Elaine? What what kind of things are, are they? Some of them have got oh, a little spark of light just came up there. Some of them um, have got souls in. So in a few pieces of the art. I ask souls to enter in, you know, good souls and the like, and they start coming in and sometimes they used to flood in. And I said, wait a minute, God, dear, there's another one. And I, I can't have too many in there, <laughs> but, you know, reasonably. And they started flooding into the, the paintwork. So I thought they just moved the paint about a bit. And all of a sudden, oh, I can see one there, one there, one there, one there, one there. And all these souls they end up being a beautiful picture of all these souls heading into the the light. You know, and it was incredible. I mean, I've done so much. I've got photographs everywhere. So it'd probably take me ages to to zoom through them. But it was incredible stuff. And then I'd move from something else to something else to something else over the years so this has been since 2014 up to now i've never stopped the art for for well, must be 10 years is it 10 years yeah yeah, nearly, yeah next year 10 years yeah 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 10 years next year so i, I couldn't believe it so uh well roughly nine and a half years in but um yeah i've been doing it for ages and it's come forward have you done finger painting uh, have you done finger painting before, just using your fingers? Yes, I, I have. Uh, with one of the soul pictures I recently did, well, probably I think it was probably last year actually, that I I wanted the souls to come in, so I just patted the paint with my fingers, like playing playing a flute yeah. or something, you know, just going like, like that all over the place. And all these souls in there. I thought, wow, wow, that's incredible because he faces in there. And they all started to appear, so I shaded them all in. And they'd come all out of my fingers. It's like playing a little symphony, you know, a symphony of souls. And I, I couldn't believe it. I thought, 
You know, this is incredible. Well, I'll just plug my fan in, otherwise I should get too hot. I'm getting warm this side as well. Yeah, right. Well, so um, how so, so, so how important Lane, is the creative side then? Because it's something that's me and Chris have been very impressed with, haven't we? From we you know, we work yeah. with a lot of clients and a lot of messages at the moment is for people in the physical to uh, be guided by their creative side, the art, the food, the colours. Why do you think that is so important to for people to connect with their creative side uh, with with people? Do you, do you feel why is that so important for spirit at the moment? Because the uh, I feel that because the creative side is the self expression side. He says, "My guy, sorry, no. he Jonathan <laughs> says the." creative side the self-expression is self-expression so you're literally getting everything out of you you know and it's not negative yeah. it's it's positive so many people create in different ways not just art because not everybody's into that they might uh, sculpt they might use their voice to create they might sing they might play music to create there's so many ways to self-express and when a person's self-expressing like that, you know, they're enjoying themselves. They're, they're bringing out part of their true selves by doing this self-expression and creation. So if you look around us, um, everywhere is mm. creativity, isn't it? You know, you, you, yeah. you know, it's something that may be commercial that they've gone into, but it's still creativity. I mean, it's... Uh, it's on everything that we look at that somebody has created or designed for that creation for it to be in our daily lives and we take it so much for granted but all of this creativity is in in our lives like you've got on your wall back there you know that that uh mandala Is it yeah it's, it's the, one of our greatest gifts the gifts of imagination as well Oh yeah, that the imagination is the true self-expression, and I, you know, I can't change that now. You know, it's just it's like a medicine to me. Yeah, it's, you know, I just do it every day. There are times when you kind of lose a bit of inspiration. I think, oh, I just can't grasp it today. Don't know what it is, and all of a sudden a little light switches on inside your head, and there you are. You know, you've got something. But some days you just have to step back from it a bit and i think they're just saying well just have a little rest and then we'll give you a bit more inspiration you know mm. just to they think oh well she's a bit tired let's just leave her to have a rest and then she'll get she'll get back to it and then we'll give her more inspiration you see so it's mm. this is amazing the way it works as i say that is self-expression that's what creativity is and I think people need that very much now more than ever, don't they? Because people are struggling to express themselves emotionally and spiritually. And I think it's like a key art and the creators that opens up the heart and opens up your imagination, brings out the inner child because so many people are sort of interlocked in their mind and in worrying with fear. And I think it's a great way to really open up to to spirit to your own soul 
because remember we are a soul as well but another big thing that's coming up at the moment i feel uh and it would be great just to hear what your opinion on it is is when people want to work with spirit is it's giving them time to sit with spirit every day or every week we were lucky me and chris um being involved in the work where we sat every week where we just sat in a home circle and we just sat for spirit with spirit and how important is that you know anybody that wants to maybe get into trance mediumship or art how important is it just to sit in meditation and just sit with spirit how important is that and part of their development it is important yeah I mean, sometimes people like to sit alone, but um, with trance, I recommend sitting with, you know, people that are a little bit experienced at it because they know what they're doing and yeah. and you've got someone to keep an eye on you and someone to keep an eye for any changes that might be happening as you're in that trance state. You know, it's not, it's just not something to be taken lightly because the spirit's entering into your domain, your, your aura. So with your permission, that starts to happen. And if you're with someone who's experienced to look after you, who does that sort of thing, then it, you're going to feel more safe and comfortable in that environment than what you would if you tried it alone. I mean, if, I would say if it happens randomly and, and you, all of a sudden it happens to you like it did with me and you think, oh, what's all that about? I don't know what that is. <laughs> then obviously you would be able to do something about it if you wanted to further it and then go and find somebody that can help you to develop, uh, develop it, which is what I did, you see, because my father didn't have time to, to help me. He was working on the lorries and uh, he had his uh, health was um, not good by the time I got round to doing it. He was beginning to go down a bit in his health, so he wasn't sitting so much. Um, as you know, he was a phenomena, physical phenomena medium, yeah, and as yeah. he got older, you know, it was it was just too much for him. So, but he never really did talk to me much about it. I just got opportunities to sit with him and experience that in parts of my life, but he never spoke about spirit guides so i had to start from scratch myself and then some a couple of times i think i sat with my mother in her bedroom and did a bit of trance that was right at the beginning but it's come so much further since then um it's you know i've been dedicated and uh, enjoyed sitting every week until we got our own circle going and then uh we sat for about six years in my friend's house and moved to moved to the lady's house at Granite, you know, and we sat in her house. So all in all, before this um, lockdown came around, we've been sitting for a good 10, 11 years in this same circle. And then, of course, sitting there, I wasn't under any pressure. I could relax and go into it. And sometimes we've had visitors there, so they'd, they'd want something, you know. Most of the time it was sitting. And then I did do a development group for them for two and a half years. And then that sort of came to a close. And then I got directed here, you know, to demonstrations, to doing things online, readings and stuff. It's all kind of 
pieced itself together. So it started from the circle, then then it went to the um, the agency that my friend Alison James um, put me into and got me into a little bit of public work. Then that sort of you know faded out a bit. Then I went on to the phones and for a while, and then I found that wasn't suitable for me. And then it went from there to this, you know, to the computer. Um, and and, my and with, with so many, with so many, Elaine, you, you hear this story and it's likewise with ourselves. I know yeah. some people like um, Morris Barbanel as well, who, who, who channeled Silver Birch, and that was very unexpected. These things come very unexpectedly at first when we least expect them and then develop from there. And you hear that story so often, particularly with transmediumship. Yeah, you do. I mean, uh, I think I heard something once where someone said to me their friend was sitting in a pub and they were having a drink and a meal together. All of a sudden he fell into this weird trance state and someone, that, one of his loved ones started speaking to him through this, through his friend, you know. Well, wow. And he didn't know it was going to happen. So he didn't know that he had the ability to to do that. So to him, it happened in a pub. And I thought, well, thank God it didn't happen to me in a, in a pub. Because I don't know what you thought, you know. Excuse me. Yeah, and, and this is why something we promote a lot as well, home circles can be such a wonderful place just to get together with like-minded people, friends, and have a circle and sit with spirit. And then naturally things will develop as they're meant to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anybody listening out there, get yourself a if you if you don't know of a home circle, you can get one started. You can start it up, can't you? Yeah, I think um you know, most of the time we in the circle we sit and meditate with Kay. Yeah. We put music on, and she, it was a bit of an experiment with her, really, because it was nothing was structured, but it was great. You know, and I loved it going that's there. Great. And yeah. sometimes she'd that's... even uh, tell the spirit guides off. <laughs> she'd tell them off sometimes if they hadn't spoken. She'd tell them off. I thought, okay, they don't care if you tell them off, you know. But she was. Absolutely, I, I love sitting at her house. Her house had wonderful energy in it. You know, she'd had many mediums there, many organisations sitting there, and it was an only a little tiny room, converted garage that we used to sit in, and I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. it. Yeah, it's, it's some wonderful things can happen. I mean, I've been, we've been sat in circles that've been in kitchens and little spare rooms, lofts. Um, and as long as anyone's got that space and you open it up and you say this is what it's for I'm making that agreement with spirit that we're gonna we're gonna keep yeah. this space for that work they're gonna be there 100 percent um doesn't yeah, matter where it is well my my dad used to sit in my mum's friend's loft I used to go <laughs> my loft and sometimes in the winter it's freezing up there you know oh yeah make a little heater up there and they sat in her friend's loft. So I know one year I was there and I sat up in the loft with them and she came down and she caught her finger on the ladder catch and, of course, she had a ring there. It caught on that and nearly took her finger off. I thought, that's oh. great. Spirit do all that for us. And then this 
<laughs> and they had to rush her off to the accident emergency oh. to get her finger stitched back on again. You know, it didn't come right off, but it was hanging and there was blood everywhere. And poor story. She didn't panic at all. You know, of course, as well with um, physical mediumship and physical experiments, it can, mm. in our experience, the room goes exceptionally cold at times. I mean, yeah. we've sat even in in a, in the summer in a physical room, and it's been icy cold. You can see your breath in the air. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, really chilly. So yeah. we've found, particularly more with the physical, that the temperature can change really swiftly from one to another got very very hot uh and then got very very cool wow so are you the one that sits or is stephen the one that sits uh, i'm the one that sits for the physical mediumship side yeah. stephen sits more for trance oh that's amazing well i love physical mediumship well i love trance too but i mean sitting for physical <laughs> mediumship has anything moved yet i mean do you have any uh, yeah, we we, we used to have some amazing stuff. Yeah, we used to have uh, a room that was dedicated, but we had to move things around. But we continue it on, and we've had some amazing pictures and yeah. some things like spirit will give us right. You need this light, and you need to get this in the room. And we're like, this is crazy. And then we do it, and we're like, oh my god, that was amazing. And it was like they used to call it spirit, the the laboratory. This is the yeah. laboratory because we're doing experiments and, <laughs> yeah. and it used to be really exciting every week you know um so really different um wow uh, so, so we've had some fantastic pictures like say the the change in temperature in the room we've had um and i know there's a wonderful group uh, i don't know if they're still going going back the skull experiment and they got that, some amazing results with um something we've never tried in physical mediumship but i've always wanted to is they put a, a camera film yeah. a brand new camera film in the room and they left it in their physical room for one month and then when they had it developed it had writing on it and images on the pictures so it was another experiment within that energy wow i think i, I think that kai muga sat with them didn't he yeah it was kai muga and uh you know, I've I've messaged him and stuff, but I've never sat at the opportunity to sit with him, which I'd like to do because he does full materializations and stuff and these uh, crystals and stuff. And yeah, thoughts come from him. And I first saw him on there, and then I looked on YouTube and saw him with the crystal coming out of his eye. I thought, ouch, that must be painful. <laughs> You know, yeah. it was crazy stuff happening to him. And he said that he would meditate for hours a day, you know. And I thought, well, all that, you know, sheer dedication to the yeah. physical mediumship paid off with all these hours of meditation. And he would just get into the cabinet or whatever and, and go off somewhere like my dad used to. But I find I can't seem to get out of my body like that. They they do everything for a reason, don't they? I mean, yeah. If yeah. I was to go somewhere else, you know, like get out of the body or whatever, Jonathan may have to go work on a whole new level and practice all over again himself to get through on that level. But he has yeah. through me while I've been in a deep sleep. 
Yeah, I think that's and it's an important point to mention there. And I feel that's good for everybody else to hear developing yeah. trans mediums in particular, because sometimes there can be this where things aren't done in a certain way. And, and it's mm. actually to the individual and the way spirit work with you. And, and that's that's the way spirit are working with you in a way that you're totally comfortable as well, because it's an agreement. Uh, and I think it's really good for everybody to hear that out there, that if you're developing in trans mediumship or clever, it's trust your feelings. It's the way spirit want to work with you. Yeah, don't don't be uh, don't take on. You have to work opinions. Yeah, you have to work authentically, don't you? Yeah, I, I do. And sometimes he, my consciousness has been moved aside, but I haven't got out of my body, but I've been elsewhere. Know, yeah, the room's been forgotten about, and I've been involved in the healing side of things. And it seems to be when you're involved in the healing bit or the quiet bit, that's when you go off somewhere because it's a silent time and not an expectant time of words. It's a silent time, and then that's when you <clears throat> you relax more, and your body, your mind is more inclined to go elsewhere because you're you're not preparing to speak or anything like that and you end up going somewhere else so this was healing and two women were there they both had healing that day and i don't know what sort of energy the room had in here it must have been amazing energy there or whether it was just good energy that day but it was it was absolutely amazing where he took me to twice in one day and both times i came back crying I thought, wow, I just don't, didn't want to come back because it was so profound. It was. And he took me to a place, I might have told you on here before, where there was all marble building, you know, a bit like Roman sort of style. And it must have been a Roman look to it because when I got in there, there was a woman with a pot and she had leaves around her head and she had her hair in a bun, and she had a long white robe on, and she didn't notice me. <clears throat> she didn't notice me there. And so I thought, well, I'll look around. There was Jonathan in a great big uh, pool. It's like a big, massive oval pool, and inside the room there were uh, pillars, you know, like not pillows, but pillars of marble and in the middle of the room so in in the center there was a pool and it was only shallow but the water was very clear and it had little narrow steps kind of all around the edges of it leading into it and so he took her into it and as i looked over i was just spectating i noticed that it was all open plan there were no windows for this building but as i looked outside there were just clouds. There was just the sky, clouds. And some of them were kind of floating on the edge of the window, you know, just suspended there, these clouds. Wow, some windows were up in the sky. And so they took her into the water, held her hand. They didn't get wet. They had their clothes on. They didn't even get wet, I don't think. And he said, just lay in the water and be cleansed, be washed clean. And she laid in the water. And all of a sudden, wallop, I was back again. After that, he said she could go. But the other lady, um, 
he took her to see her father. And so I was in the middle and we were in the clouds again, just clouds everywhere. And she was on the left of me and she started to walk up and then Jonathan was opposite me, you no, know, slightly over to the right, he was opposite. And then all of a sudden her father stepped forward from the right hand side in the distance, come to be with his daughter and I, I witnessed them hugging each other. I'm so happy to see you, Dad, she went, and he was dressed in kind of a dark suit, so I, I should imagine he went over in that. And he said, I love you and miss you, and, you know, she was crying and with joy. So anyway, her father then brought his hand over to the right. And as I looked in the distance, it wasn't too far the distance either. There were these huge clouds turning in a very, very slow motion, in a circular motion turning in the, to the right and they were going in a circle massive and all i can remember is that i just thought wow that must be the entrance to heaven and then jonathan said we have to go back now oh, damn we've got to go back but then i was <laughs> so profound i cried when i come back and she said wow. you know sandra said to me every time you come out of that room you're crying i said profound things keep happening yeah it was incredible with just those two women that day the energy was amazing and I thought, this is just I, you know didn't didn't remember the room you know i woke up and knew i was in the room but where they took me the room was forgotten about so you yourself being physical medium you must perhaps go somewhere like that you know in your thoughts go away I don't know if you're aware of the room or if you're just, just out of it. No, I've had a couple of... I, I had a quite a found experience very early on, actually, when we were in our circle. And mm. I had a memory in the meditation of being stood behind one of our other sitters. So I wasn't in my body and I could see the back of one of our other sitters that was stood behind <laughs> them. But, yeah. uh, it must uh, be strange, though. Oh, that was very strange. And then um, I used to actually get a lot, not so much now, because I just I've learned I can just go with the flow a lot more. But I used to get a memory of actually going to my grandfather's house when oh, I was okay. taking out my body and I'd be walking up the driveway, going into the kitchen, and then I wouldn't remember anything. Or, and I actually used to get this image of being on a gondola <laughs> as well for some reason. They put me on this gondola and we'd just be drifting through the water. Um, That's just amazing. Yeah, and Stephen, you used to go to your grandfather's house, didn't you, as well, early on? Yeah, but, uh, yeah, because it mine just sort of happened. Just I you know no expectation with me and Chris just sitting in the home circle, and then one night we were just sitting, sending out and doing healing. I thought, oh my god, what's happening to my body? And this energy around my solar plexus, my hands, and I thought, oh my god, I thought I was being apported or somewhere it was just really strange and then suddenly these voice started coming out of my mouth and i was aware of it but i had no control over it it was yeah. the most bizarre feeling but i was very lucky because uh the circle leaders um anita and roy were very very good they were really good experience who sort of navigated me through that earlier <coughs> on but i needed to go i needed to go a little bit deeper because i was i was i was a nosy bugger 
I wanted to know what's going on and 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 sort of my mind, my ego part of my mind was coming in. So I had sort of a good way of me to drift away is to go to a place that I absolutely loved, which was my granddad. My my granddad, who's now in spirit, I was very close, connected with him. And I used to go to his house, and that was something that I sort of, in a guided meditation, took me under. That's amazing. Quite a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I've been so. the uh, clippity-clop of the, the horse's hooves once. I was just drifting, you know, if you sort of like, uh, nodding dog, you know. And I thought I'd just quiet my mind, close my eyes. The next minute I knew I could literally hear and see the hooves of, on the cobblestones, it must be Jonathan, but I could hear hear it. The actual uh, horses' hooves on the cobblestones. God, I just go. You know, actually, as we're talking as well, something I sort of prefer more and more to use is that term "altered state." You know, instead yeah. of anything else, are saying because that's what we're going to. We're going to an alternate state within ourselves. Yeah, it's um, amazing. I love hearing other people's uh, things that have happened to them. It's, it's really interesting, isn't it, exchanging? Yeah, yeah. This guy said to me once, he came to my house and, uh, you know, he was a, like a cousin of a friend of mine that ended up coming to my group, actually. So um, Jonathan had picked up the exact place he worked in, but he told me once, he said he got out of his body and he tried to open the bedroom door but couldn't open it. His hand was going through it and he was like quite confused, you know. But he said it happened quite a few times. So I just get out of my body. And he said, he, you know, he said it's nothing to fear really because you do be get back in, obviously. I said, well, it must feel quite scary. And he said, well, it did to start with. After a while, I kind of got used to the fact that I could move about more as a consciousness than a body, you know, They're trying to open doors. I could just move through instead of opening the door. That's incredible. Amazing. Yeah, I've so it's been... My subconscious always kicks me back in and says, no, you're not going there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stop that. And and for anybody listening there, it's just an it's an it's an amazing journey and, and listening to you, Elaine, and you know, as long as you you're passionate, authentic, and true to yourself. And don't forget, for me, the most important <coughs> is enjoy what you're doing. Don't take it too seriously. Yeah, you can't get take too serious. It, can you? You know, if it goes, if it starts getting too serious and uniformed, it becomes a, a chore, which you don't want it to become. You want it to be an absolute yeah. joy, and it is a joy in their world. You don't want it to be like a routine. You want it to be something you're going in, wow, now what are we going to get today? Yeah, I love that. What's you going to happen today? today? And then sometimes I do think, oh, I'm too tired today. I really can't be asked. I'm too <laughs> tired, you know? And once yeah. I thought, I think, oh, get invigorated now. <laughs> well, I don't know if you – I get that feeling quite often as well where, you know, I could have readings or they're transiting – and you can feel, oh, you know, I'm a bit too tired, I'm this. But after, you feel totally invigorated. And for me, that that's how you should feel. Yeah, yeah. You know, it gives you... After that. Yeah, one guy, he gave me healing once. He was on just on the computer like you. And I said, yeah, then you can practice on me. And it was amazing healing. He went into, you know, relaxed state, 
putting his hands like that. And afterwards, it was 10 o'clock at night, I'm not kidding, I was getting the hoover out, hoovering the stairs. I, I, <laughs> I just want to go to bed, you know. And I was hoovering the front room, hoovering the stairs. I thought, God, this is like drinking a can of Coke. <laughs> and he really did. He literally gave me so much energy. And it lasted about an hour. And I thought, well, I better go to bed. Because I could be all night jumping around the place. Yeah. Preserve it. So it'd be wonderful if, um, if you're happy to, if we could have a sit-in with Jonathan. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, it's been oh, absolutely... Sorry to interrupt. You know I put uh, music on, don't you? So if you want to yeah. mute me because of the YouTube thing, might not allow the music. Because I, I okay. don't know if you, you might monetize your channel or anything. But sometimes... Uh, they don't let you put music on there. So you can mute me while yeah, we'll, uh, we might be okay. But I just want to thank you as well for all the the everything you've shared as well before, uh, oh, just sorry. in case we don't get a chance. It's been really interesting because these stories and um, experiences is a better word, sorry. These experiences, they're so interesting and when they're being shared with others as well who perhaps are developing circles perhaps they're out there developing in trance and they're a bit unsure and they're hearing your experiences and saying you know i feel so much better i understand that's what i'm experiencing so i want to thank you for everything you shared with us so far oh that's all right you're <clears throat> welcome thank you okay so you know you'll obviously know how to mute the music won't you yeah, we'll do that. And then yeah. when, he, when he starts talking, you can turn me back on again. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Well, thank you very much. We'll send lots of love and just... Uh, That's all right. Back. Thank you. Thank you. 
morning morning jonathan welcome our love to you thank you for being with us you are very welcome i will only stay a short time and of course it gives the chance for people who are going to be watching and experiencing this sort of thing it gives them a chance to to watch and to observe absolutely yes yeah, so we have Genevieve here too, so forgive us. We are having many here today. Oh, but she's most welcome. We send our love to her as well. We send our love to you, dear. Isn't she wonderful? Yes. Beautiful energy. Beautiful soul. We come to give healing. Oh, wonderful. You may ask us things. Yes. What is, it, what is it like? So can I just ask, what is it like in the spirit world? What is it? Why is why do we say it's so beautiful there? It is beautiful, yes. There are many, many realms in spirit, countless realms. So everything about it is just wonderful. We are living in bliss because we have no requirements, no needs. We are in the present moment, so we do not have time. And when you are living by the existence of time, you only have so many hours in every day to do things that you would want to do before your physical body has to lay down and rest and sleep. We never sleep because we do not have a physical requirement. So therefore we are living consciousness which lives on after the physical death. 
Of course, the word death is meaning end of, isn't it? End of an existence, that mm. it is only a, a sort of going through one door into another. You see, into another realm. You're leaving the earthly realm, which is a realm, and you are going into the spiritual realm. But it is absolutely beautiful. If you, if you have things here, they do not die, you see. So, for instance, I will say to you that if you touch a flower, it sparkles. It is continuous life within that flower. It doesn't have a, a seasonal a dying off and then coming back. So it is absolutely eternal. And so, therefore, everything is alive and sparkling, beautiful, and full of light. Wonderful. That's absolutely amazing. So why do why do we all come back to the earth then? Why do we all come back to the earth if it's so beautiful well, we, up there? We come back to the earth because you have the physical experience to help your soul to grow. And to do it all in heaven, some of the souls stay in heaven for many hundreds of years and do not reincarnate for quite a long time. But progression of the soul is needed, and so therefore the soul wants to come and have the human experience. It is not because we are bored and sitting on clouds. What it is is because you have two sides to everything, don't you? You have the side of the physical life, you have the side of the spiritual life, you have the positive, you have the negative of life. So you see, in order for that soul to grow, they would want to come and have a human experience and learn about love in physical form. They would want the physical experience of the closeness of love and, and feeling, touching things. But it is not something that we take lightly to come into the world and live a physical life. It is something that is planned meticulously. Yeah, that's wonderful. Mm. Could I ask Jonathan as well, um, in our, in our, uh, on, on the earth plane, uh, there are a lot of us who are feeling it's an interesting time we're living in now, time to to let go of a lot of things that we feel we hold that we don't need. And so many of us are trying to do that, uh, to let go, to forgive. So is there any advice you could give or inspiration to, to help us with that? Yes, I would say that let go and trust in the universe, trust in yourself, trust in the heavens, trust in what you call God, but which is part of everything, part of you yourself, part of the existence of all that exists. Even if you cannot see it, that existence is, is there, present within everything. So if you trust in all of that, and that is all inclusive of yourself, then you cannot go wrong, can you? You have a higher self within, which is your soul. And if you listen to that, it will always put you in the right direction. Yes. Yes, very true. And and have you experienced, um, perhaps you could share your thoughts on other worlds as well and uh, the, the universe. Have you experienced other beings that you could share yes, information with? Yes, we have other beings. Of course, uh, not everybody believes it, do they? But you are no. not the only ones in the universe. There are other galaxies way beyond you so you turn into a little minuscule dot when you go that far don't you uh, and yeah. of course there are advanced beings that have an existence just like you do but a, a little different of course and it is far more advanced spiritually because they, they know about the higher consciousness and how to use it whereas you are limited here and you are just learning 
but I would say that they do work with us when they join the spirit world themselves, yes. yes. So I have visited other galaxies and it, it, it is wonderful. It's such a, an experience of freedom, limitlessness. Yeah, wonderful. And how do you, how do you, how do you get there? Is it just by thought? My thought. Is it just yes. by thought? Well, in... When you come to our world, you are the thought, you are the consciousness. Consciousness is thought, thought is consciousness. So therefore, because you don't have any limitations with the physicality, you can take your consciousness thought anywhere that you would want to be, and then you will actually be there. You see, when you have a dream, you're on the earth, when you go to sleep and have a dream, your consciousness roams, and it roams into the astral and has a dream, and then when you wake up in the morning, you might remember it, and you say, well, I went here, I went there. Well, that's your consciousness having a little bit of freedom and moving about. Yeah, and sometimes we have, and me personally, and I know Chris, we have amazing astral dreams where I'm flying, and, and it's amazing when you wake up and you have that feeling, so I can imagine what it would be like in spirit. It is even better. <laughs> I'd just like to ask you, Jonathan, if possible, about transmediumship. That's something that we've been talking about today's podcast, about... Is transmedium mediumship a gift that the soul carries from their incarnation, or is that something that spirit decide who's going to be a transmedium? How does it work? Is it a gift? It's something that can everybody go into trance? Would you be able to explain that to, to everybody that's listening? Well, I would say that your soul has the plan to do it. And if your soul didn't have the plan to do it, maybe it has the plan to do something else that is spiritual and going to be helpful to others. So not everybody comes to this earth having planned to be a, a, a trance medium or a physical medium. They may have come to do other spiritual things. So therefore, if it is deemed to be there, it will happen. Yes. So if it aligns, if it's meant to be, it will be. That is right. Everything is synchronicity, you see. So we have to grow naturally and organically the best we can. Oh, and, and organically, yes. So do you think it's important for us to all, those that want to work with spirit, because at the end of the day we're a team, do you think it's important that we should devote our practice more by sitting with the energies of spirit more on a daily basis? Should Is that no. something that spirit would like to see more of? We would like to see more of that, but we understand that you have busy lives. So meditation is a way to attune yourself to your higher mind, isn't it? And to allow your, your consciousness to go on a journey doing meditation. That is uh, wonderful for the development of any form of spirituality, any form of mediumship. Meditation is quietening of the mind. So therefore your mind will take you on a journey to any place that it wishes to go. If you don't struggle with it and just let it happen, then that is when you get the most profound experiences. Yeah, slow down, pause and breathe. It's something that we're so busy and caught up with running around and, and we give so much of our energy to things that don't really matter in the bigger picture. And if we just slow down and just sit and become more present, like you said, what it's like in the spirit world to be more present, I think we can achieve and co-create 
amazing things better for the world, I feel. Yes. We are working with your world, of course. We are helping with the earthly and the spiritual awakening, which, of course, is running side by side, isn't it? There are many people awakening, and they do not understand it. They simply don't know what is happening to them. And they are experiencing all sorts of things that are unusual to them. But what I would say to them is, go with it. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not going mad. You are starting to awaken spiritually. You're starting to, to get to know your true self, which is your higher consciousness. Once you get to know that, the world is your oyster, isn't it? Mm. Absolutely. And and you speak about the, the changes of the earth. Could are you able to share any more information of, of what's occurring yes. on with the earth itself at this moment? You mean the people of the earth or the earth? The the earth itself. The earth itself has changed over millions and millions and millions of years. And it will never stop changing for humanity. It waits for no one. You see? Time waits for no man, they say, don't they? Well, the earth waits for no, no person either because, you know, it's still going to change itself and every now and again it has a little bit of a purge. And every now and again, lands part, water goes between it, lands come together and become one shared country, you see. So it has happened for so so long people think that this is a new thing that it may be a disaster the world is going to end well no it isn't it's changing as it has done and of course sometimes the humans cannot always manage that change they are too small in comparison to the earth and so therefore they don't always survive through this change yes but at the moment yes the earth is having a bit of a purge and it is changing things, and sometimes disasters happen with those changes because they are disastrous for humans. There's nothing about your global warming, although we do not uh, think that it is a very good idea to throw rubbish everywhere, but uh, I, I would say to you that it's part of the Earth, Earth's purge of change that it has always done, but sometimes there is a huge gap of many, many hundreds of years, and then it suddenly decides, well, this is time for change, and it will not wait for anyone. No matter who you are or how important you are, it will not wait for you. The earth is changing just like the humans do, you see. That's not that the earth gets bored and decides to throw everybody off of it. It is, it's just that change is inevitable with everything. So they, they all get worried about their global warming. Well, it will help them keep the place clean and tidy, yes, but it will not stop the weather from uh, changing or the earth from moving about with earthquakes. That has always happened. Yes. If you look at your other planets that are surrounding her, a family of planets that are surrounding her, of course, they have things going on. The, the, the planets that are surrounding her are, are not habitable. So you see, they have all sorts of things that are changing them too, you see. It, it's always gone on. It will still go on. And, and one day the Earth may decide to have a huge purge. And goodness knows what could happen that, you know, people may not be able to live on the Earth anymore. It may not be habitable because it may have a huge purge. 
That is why they planning going to other planets, but that's not going to be possible, you see. I would say anything is possible, but, uh, you know, I, I don't think that people would survive on that other planet. It's, it's absolutely treacherous. <laughs> so yeah. I would say to you is your true home is home, and your true home is heaven, and you're only here temporarily, so you might as well enjoy it and make the most of it. Yes, and learn the most as well, that we can while we're here. Yes, the, the Earth has a soul, you know. It has a, it, you, you, yes. you would think, well, it's just a bit of rock with a few, a few things on it, but they are living things. They have a consciousness. A tree has a consciousness. It has life within it. Anything that grows has a, a consciousness within it, but it works in a different way to what the human consciousness would work. It works so that it can survive on the Earth. And it progresses itself in many, many ways over hundreds and hundreds of years. So you see the smallest of insects that nobody even notices. But what goes on under the earth with them all, they all have a tiny consciousness that is absolutely incredible. Can I just ask you, Jonathan, is there is there is there, have you heard of the hollow earth? where the, the people say that there are um there is another life like caves and massive ecosystems within the the earth itself is that true well they talk about the hollow earth so you you look at the uh things like uh underground you have your sewer works and all that sort of thing but man has dug through that and and created that you see but there are also cavities within the earth that have created themselves over millions of years and hollowed out these places, haven't they? And so yeah. therefore, how do you know if people are not existing in there? They, anything is possible, but you see, they have to survive. And if you're going to be somewhere like that, what are you going to survive on? Mm. So uh, over the millions of years these places have created themselves you you may go there and you may find trees and waterfalls and things but you've got to be able to sustain yourself so there are civilizations that are still going today that sustain themselves from the land and that is how you began you see you you didn't have all of these supermarkets back then did you you, had, <laughs> you didn't have medicine so you see mm. what a lot of humans are going to do is go back to the drawing board because what they're going to do is start using the herbs of the land that they used in the first place to heal themselves yes they're going to lessen the medicine that they're taking and they're going to rely on the herbs of the earth which can heal most things that you didn't even know about but of course they all have side effects with them too so you do have to be careful but they would sustain themselves by living off the land and, and of course, if they can survive, you know, you have gotten too used to your society and that you can just go to the, sh the supermarket and buy something to eat. They had yeah. to find their food, you see. It's not to say that you're going to go back to that, but you're going to go back to the medicines that they used in those times and you will find that they will heal many of your ailments. Yes. 
Amazing. Yeah, what what about crystals then? Um, uh, what do your spirits thoughts on crystals? Crystals are, are they something energy. that we should be using more? Well, crystals have energy. They have been there for millions and millions of years. They have formed over time before you were even thought about here on the earth. So you see, <laughs> you're holding a piece of history in your hand, and you're holding a piece of magnificence in your hand that you just take for granted. That is a crystal, yes, that's, that's very pretty. Put it on the table, there you go. But you don't realize that everything, everything has energy within it and it is very useful energy so therefore your intention that you're setting and the energy that is within that comes together and creates something wonderful doesn't it but you just think it is a pretty rock the earth has a soul she has given you her jewels yes absolutely absolutely so so now there's there's only a, a, a a short time but much appreciate that we have with you jonathan today um but is there anything else you'd like to share with those who are listening um any inspiration you feels relevant at the moment as you watch well, the, the, uh... the inspiration is that uh, i i would say that look to your true self be your true self be the light within you which is that what you are and and wake up to that wake up to the beauty of not only our world but your own world that you are existing in at present enjoy the moments of life that are happy take them away as memories because you will be shown all of that when you go home there's nothing that you won't be shown no private moments but you will be shown the loving memories of your life all of it in that way of looking at it all of your emotional times when you weren't so nice and when you were so nice, you get shown all of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh dear, I'm not looking forward to that part. <laughs> <laughs> I will say to you that you will have to feel how you've made other people feel and yes. you will be shown how they made you feel. Yeah. You see, well, all very, people. very profound. So thank thank you so much, Jonathan, for your words, and we just want to send lots of love to yourself and to Genevieve, whose energy is here as well. We can feel that love. I and have it's, sent it's, you all healing. Thank, thank you, you for I've that. I've been feeling thank that. You. I've been feeling it. Thank you. Yeah, you can feel it. There's absolute lovely energy here. You can feel it. Yes. So thank you so much. We give you our best wishes. Thank you. Thank you. We do. Thank you. Thank you to you. And lots of love. Blessings to you both. Are you all right there, Elaine? You all right? Yeah. I'll send you lots of love and healing just as you adjust. It's absolutely beautiful. Thank you. 
Always, always. For, uh, Jonathan, for those of you who don't, um, you haven't seen what he looks like, there he is. Oh, wonderful. I'll bring him a bit closer, there you go. <laughs> Camera's the opposite way, so it's... That's yeah, we can my, my friend Francis drew him, um, painted him quite a few years ago because he asked her to and she's passed on herself now bless her but amazing artist she actually drew uh, a full indian in the pitch dark in the room that we were in to try for physical you know she actually drew a full headdress indian in the in the pitch dark you couldn't possibly see and when she turned the light on she showed us what she'd drawn and she couldn't see to do that and she had drawn it so spirit, you know, wow. her, uh, drew it through her, you know. I said she could have been amazing, but she, unfortunately, she didn't take it anywhere. But she was a lovely woman, and I'm so glad that she left me with that gift of being able to look across and see him every day. And and that's what my daughter, who was only little, she said that that's him, Mum. All the other drawings aren't him. She said that's him. Yeah. She was only a little girl. Well, she's a big, you know, she's a big girl. She's grown up. She, she's nearly twenty-five now. But um, she knew that that was him. So, well, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing that picture, Elaine, and that's all right. Uh, and for being with us today and that lovely sitting. I'm sure our listeners are going to get so much from it. And I know myself and Stephen have just really enjoyed it. It's just always an honour to be able to sit for spirit and also talk to somebody very like-minded as well about spirits, energising to us. Yeah. It's interesting. You don't feel like you're alone with it, but there's others doing similar things, you know. And I just love watching what other people do. That's fascinating. You know, when I'm not in the trance and they get to show their bit, it's, uh, well, it's amazing just to watch it. It is absolutely incredible. So, I want to see this cat in the background jumping up. <laughs> <laughs> she's only just come in the room. She's only just come in. She's my little girl in my house. Oh, she, she's the one that protects my house. She works all night and then in the day she just chills and relaxes. Oh, she's lovely. Oh, I can see her little tail going there. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you so much, Elaine, and I just want to wish you whatever you're doing the rest of the day, a wonderful day. Thank you so much, and thank you for everybody for listening and continue to support this uh, podcast, and we'll keep doing our bit and um, creating these episodes with some more wonderful guests. So thanks so much, and sending lots of love from all of us to you until we speak again. <laughs>